Welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with HR leaders from around the world. What the business needs from today's HR. The demands on today's HR leaders are fast and furious. HR leaders need to be versatile. For instance, they need to understand finance and be commercially astute. They need to understand strategy and customer centricity. They also need to be sharp on analytics. And if that's not enough, they need to be looking beyond the horizon for trends that will impact workforce planning. Now, that doesn't leave a lot of time for things like talent management, OD, or employee engagement. I'm here with Pip Russell, Vice President of Human Resources for the Pacific Region at Schneider Electric, to discuss what business leaders really need from their HR teams. Welcome, Pip. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much, Fiona. It's great to be with you. Excellent. Well... Please uh, please tell us a little about your current role at Schneider Electric. Sure. So let me first perhaps start by telling you a little bit about Schneider Electric. We are a global organisation um, specialising in energy management and automation. And in the Pacific, we have got 4,000 em- employees um, across a range of different functions from manufacturing, distribution, um, through sales and marketing, and uh, also a software um, organization and I'm responsible for the HR function in the Pacific so that's Australia and New Zealand. I, I see my role as a bit of a conductor of an orchestra so we're a highly matrixed organization but I'm responsible for the delivery of um, all of the HR function in the Pacific um, zone. So I lead a council that's made up of the different HR leaders around the zone um, and that encompasses shared services which includes talent acquisition and payroll um, and also some specialist businesses. So very much it's a role where you lead through influence. Ah, thanks for that background and context and nice analogy about being the conductor of the orchestra across the region. Um, so in your opinion, what are the key strengths that today's HR leaders must possess? I think you um, commented on a few of them in your introduction and I think the ability, particularly in a global organisation where um, I think more than a network, we're more than a matrix, we're really a network, um, that the ability to build your stakeholder relationships and lead through influence because the reality is that most HR leaders in strategic leadership roles um, have much smaller teams than they perhaps did have in the past and rely on some of the functions to be led um, globally or 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 outsourced or insourced. So I think the ability to lead through influence and to build your stakeholder networks is is really critical. And then moving on from there, I think the ability to be and, and to have really strong commercial and business acumen and to understand the drivers of the business you're working in, the profiles of the customers, um, how do we create a customer-centric organisation and then that view of the future and where are we going as a business. I think the ability um, to be agile, to be resilient and to be able to prioritise and focus on what's important to the business and, and to be able to sift through, I think, some things that might be nice to do but don't deliver value to the business and don't drive the customer centricity that that we're all looking for. Okay, so how does HR partner with business leaders and employees to increase engagement? 
That's actually a bit of a million-dollar question for us, Fiona. It's something that um, our engagement over the past three years has been relatively flat, so on the, both on the employee and the customer side. Um, we use the Net Promoter Score um, methodology for our customer um, satisfaction, and we've actually moved to more of an en engagement, so an employee engagement model for um, measuring employee in engagement. And um, we're, we have been flat, and we've this year we have been working with our managers and our employees to understand what the drivers of disengagement are. 27% um, of our employees at a zone level were disengaged at the beginning of the year. Now that's clearly telling us that something was was wrong, and our engagement had been flat for three years. So we've been working with our managers and employees to really understand what's driving disengagement, calling those things out and focusing on addressing those key issues that were driving disengagement. So I think in this um, complex uh, and, and quite frankly volatile environment that we're working in, um, it's, it, it, there's, we really need to focus on kind of what's making the, uh, the lives of our employees easier. Um, communication, you know, making sure that we're clear and we're communicating what matters to employees and finding the right channels. And I guess the other way we're partnering with our managers is to build their capability because what one of the things we found was that the capability of our leaders really impacted the quality and the level of en engagement in the different um, teams around the zone. So um, working with our managers to frankly do the basics, um, to have the one-on-one -on -one conversations, to be able to give feedback and to equip them with the skills to be able to do that. We see that so often that um, engagement is you know, so highly correlated with uh, leadership capability. Hmm. And what are the key steps uh, to making the transition from a transactional HR team to one that has hmm. a strategic alliance with the business? Yeah, and we've been on that journey over the last uh, five years at Schneider. And um, we have, I think, been very clear on the model that we wanted to move towards. And that was really the first step in moving from that transactional HR team to one that's more strategically aligned to the business. So we um, were very clear on the model that we would have an HR shared service team that we were able to take the transactional work away from the business partners and frankly we're not 100% there yet but we were clear on that's where the transactional work needs to go, digitising wherever we possibly could. We then got our business partners whose um, key role is to understand the strategy of the business that they're working with and to support and to free up them from a time review. Um, to be part of the business and um, to work on the business, but also in the business with the with the different leaders. So I think you know what are the key steps? It's being clear on what your model is, being clear on how we're moving work away from the business partners to the shared services, or digitising so the work is done in a much smarter way, and then making sure we've got the right profile of HR business partners um, to be able to work strategically with the business. What advice would you give to other HR leaders, particularly in Asia, on how to develop a strategic partnership with their business leaders? I think that um, you've got to start from the position of understanding the business and to be a 
business person, not the HR person at the table. And my experience is that if you're on an executive team or a leadership team, whatever your terminology is, that you first and foremost need to be a business leader and an enterprise leader. And the fact that you have got an HR, I guess, specialty um, or you've got some particular expertise in HR, that is secondary to being an enterprise leader. I think the other thing is to be really clear on taking the admin work away and to be clear on where that work gets done and to not muddy roles between um, the order taker and doing a lot of the, um, the, I guess, more tactical work and freeing up your time so that you can focus on working with your business leaders on the things that matter to them. Great advice. Well, that about wraps it up for today. Thank you for sharing your insights with us today, Pip. Thank you. That's that's an absolute pleasure. I should also say, just going back to your question of engagement, um, I I forgot to add that we have just got our results back. We measure engagement twice a year and we've actually had a five-point increase. Um, a five-point increase in engagement and a five-point decrease in disengagement, which we were thrilled on after the last three years. So we feel like we've been doing some work around creating a strength-based positive organisation and positive leaders and that we feel like we're getting some traction there by focusing on disengagement and really focusing on changing the culture of the organisation. Oh, congratulations on that great result. That's uh, great news to see the initiatives working and moving the dial. Well, thanks, Pip. That was Pip Russell, Vice President of Human Resources for the Pacific Region at Schneider Electric, discussing what business leaders really need from HR. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.